baseball, hockey, and soccer knowledge you could ever need. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. I am McLean, joined with Will and Cy, as always. How are we feeling tonight, fellas? Feeling good. Pretty good, yeah. It's a Friday. You know, uh, we're just getting out of winter break, and we have a lot of stuff to cover uh, from the last couple of weeks. A lot of big stuff, actually. Uh, So I think we'll kick it off with McLean and baseball. Yeah, uh, kick it off with the boring sport. Baseball's been locked out. There's no baseball happening. Uh, that's the news. There's no baseball in baseball. Uh, Hall of Fame ballots are really the only thing on a lot of people's minds, and uh, even that, not very interesting. Over to Will for hockey. Yeah, hockey. So, World Juniors Championship, which is basically like the Olympics, but U-20 version for hockey, uh, was going on in Alberta this winter break got canceled unfortunately only after a couple games they didn't even make it to the medal rounds or anything um, but Canada was doing really well they actually had a 16 year old named Connor Bedard who tied Wayne Gretzky's record for hat tricks as a 16 year old uh, so he's uh, projected to be the number number one pick in 2023 and pretty much going to be a generational talent you can already see it uh, now and in the league he plays in the WHL he's a really good player uh, and in the NHL, the Kraken have had a really, really rough streak. Uh, they have lost like their last five games. They can't seem to win at home for whatever reason, and uh, things are not going well for them. So I don't know if they're going to go to the coaches to look to mix things up or possibly the players. I doubt they're going to make any moves this year. Uh, they still have a lot to prove. They're still getting used to each other, that sort of stuff. Um, but on the other side of the Pacific, the Vancouver Canucks have been doing really, really well. Ever since their coaching change, Bruce Boudreau has sparked some sort of life into this team. They're 8-1-1 and one and one in their last 10, and the one loss they had was OT loss uh, ever since having Boudreau in. So they have never lost a game with their new coach in regular time. In, I think it's been nine games, so they've been really impressive. Uh, I think we could see a playoff push out of them, to be honest, if they can keep this sort of stuff up, but I don't expect it to stay exactly like this. Um, Also in the Pacific, Edmonton Oilers have a massive fall. They've been losing games left and right. Uh, That's what happens when you depend on two players, but we'll see where their seasons go from here. Uh, We'll go to Cy for basketball. All right, so there's been a lot of news in basketball lately. Kyrie Irving did not play a single game this season until just recently against the Pacers where he had 22 points. And the reason he wasn't able to play a lot of those games was because uh, he refused to get vaccinated. And in the uh, Brooklyn Nets facility, like their stadium and stuff, um, you're not allowed to be in there if you're not vaccinated. So uh, they kind of just extended that to road games as well. So he didn't get to play that much this year. But he came back. Kevin Durant looked happy that he was back. He had a good performance, and they beat the Pacers. 
And in the MVP race, right now it's kind of looking like Steph Curry. And Curry's been playing lights out lately for the Warriors. Uh, looking vintage, looking 2015. So that's been awesome. And other than that, the Bulls are the number one seed in the East right now. Um, and I, I think this might be the first time since maybe 2011. I don't know if they ever made it to the one seed with Derrick Rose. But if not 2011, then that's first time since Jordan. So that's pretty interesting. But a lot of people don't see them as winning the NBA Finals this year just because um, Giannis and the Bucks, uh, they don't really have like a rim protector to counter Giannis. That he's like seven feet tall and he just has these huge strides and uh, I don't think they can protect the basket. But Demar Derozan has had like back to back buzzer beaters in games, and so he's looking really good. He's I think number three in the MVP race, and yeah. Uh, other than that, there's no more basketball news. Uh, I guess over to McLean for football. Yeah, all the NFL games are good to go this weekend with playoffs on the line for the Colts who are playing at the Jags, the Niners who are playing at the Rams, the Saints. Uh, who host the Falcons but need some help to get to the playoffs. And the Chargers and Raiders are both winning in. They're playing each other on Sunday Night Football for what will probably be the AFC's final playoff spot. Uh, if you're a record watcher, uh, the 17th game this season means that a lot of records are going to fall. TJ Watt needs one and a half sacks to break the single-season sacks record. Uh, he's playing the Ravens. Uh, Cooper Cup needs 136 yards to break Megatron's single-season receiving yards record and 12 catches to break the single-season record for receptions in a season set by Michael Thomas just a couple years ago. That would be a good game, but it could happen. Yeah, uh, all of those Chase, are very realistic. That Jamar would be really Chase cool to see. just needs 45 yards to break the NFL record uh, for receiving yards in a rookie season. Uh, he's already beaten... Uh, he's already got the Super Bowl era record, but the NFL all-time record was set before the Super Bowl was a thing. He could beat that with 45 more yards. Uh, Jalen Waddell also just needs three catches to break Anquan Bolden's rookie season catches record. Uh, and this is a long shot, but Brady, if he throws for 488 yards, he'll break Peyton Manning's all-time uh, passing yards in a season record. Uh, that's what's going on in football. Are you guys excited? Going to be watching any of those games? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to keep an eye on the Bengals and Brady. Those are two interesting storylines. Yeah, uh, the Bengals. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they yeah. play their starters or not with the division locked up. Yeah. Will, are you going to watch for any of these records? Uh, yeah, certainly. The Chargers-Raiders game, one you mentioned, is going to be really dynamic. I think especially because they're both vying for pro what's going to likely be the last playoff spot in their in their conference. That's going to be a very competitive game. I would hope both those teams bring out their A game. And they're both two pretty solid teams. I think you could see a really high scoring, but also a really uh, competitive game there. Definitely. And those divisional games are always super fun. All right. Quick break on the water break. We will be back shortly with a new guessing game. Uh, and then some more stuff. Uh, stay tuned on 88.9 The Bridge for more water break. Welcome back into The Water Break, the best sports show on 88.9 The Bridge. I am McLean, joined as always with Will and Cy. Um, and we're going to debut a new guessing game uh, for you guys. Are you guys excited? Yes, yeah, sir. Of course. Let's get into it. All right, seems like every couple of weeks we debut a new guessing game on this show, but I'm really excited about this one. I like this one. Uh, how this guessing game works is we're going to pl uh, we're going to say three teammates 
of a NFL player who played recently. And you're going to try to guess who that player is based on their teammates. If you can't get it based on teammates, uh, we're going to name a coach they played for. Okay. And uh, that'll help. Uh, I've got five here. Whoever gets more points wins. Okay. A point right. for doing it right. Are you guys ready? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Our first player was teammates with Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, and George Fant. Any guesses? Cy. Cy. Um, Cam Newton. Not Cam Newton. No. Uh, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is correct. One for go. Will. No. All right. Player number two. Uh, teammates with Devontae Parker, Big Ben Roethlisberger, and Frank Gore. Any guesses? Ooh. Uh, Najee Harris? Not Najee Harris. Never teammates with Parker. Um, Will, who are you feeling? Uh, I can't. I'm trying to think of someone, but I can't. Um, oh, I have one. Let's go. Uh, man, I think uh, is it Minka? It's Minka. Oh, that's nice that's job. a good guess. Yeah. Nice job. I was all about to give you the coach, and the coach I was going to give was Adam Gase, who is, by the way, also Sam Darnold's coach. You, yeah, he's um, not that good. Who Adam Gase? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. This next one uh, might get a little harder, but this player was teammates with Deshaun Jackson, Zay Jones, and Tyrod Taylor. Oh man. Any guesses? Frank Gore? Not Frank Gore, <laughs> although that is a good guess. Frank Gore has been teammates with everybody. You know, oh, but... so he's been with all those guys? No, I, that was just an everybody, like, That's, lowercase. That, I, I assumed probably, he'd probably been with some of I know he's been guy. with a... Uh, I'm going to go with, man. I don't know. Um, we'll just go with Carson Wentz. Uh, not Carson Wentz. The coach was John Gruden, if that helps, if you want to make another guess. Ooh. Uh... My Eagles knowledge is yeah, I got I got nothing. You know what? We'll just say Donovan McNabb. I don't even Not know. Donovan McNabb. John Gruden never coached McNabb. No guess, Will? Nope. I got nothing. We're looking for Nathan Peterman. Oh, Peterman. the goat. How could Nathan I forget? Peterman. Uh, teammates with Zay Jones twice, both on the Raiders and Bills. I was hoping that would be a hint. Oh, yeah. Deshaun Jackson on the Raiders, uh, John Gruden on the Raiders, and Tyrod on the Bills. Uh, all right. This player, this one should be a little bit easier. This player was teammates with T.O., Adrian Peterson, and Devin Hester. Those guys are some legends, but there are Tom not... Brady. Not Brady. Not Brady? No, Brady and AP never played together. Oh, no. Um, Favre? Not Favre. Wait. So that's a oh, good yeah, guess. Okay. Uh, the coach uh... should be a giveaway. This player played for Pete Carroll. Russell Wilson. It is Russ. All right, there we go. No, oh, he did play with AP. Yeah, would have also accepted Bobby Wagner, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Um, player five is a retired player. There's your hint. This player was teammates with Anquan Bolden, Chad Ochocinco, and David mm. Johnson. Ooh. Uh, Ocho. So. Carson mm. Palmer? That is correct. Oh, Carson no. Palmer. Just get into the Cardinals. Great okay. guess. Good, yeah, yeah, that's good. One. I was just thinking Cardinals. Great guess. Yeah, go I mean, Cards. That means uh, we ended up tied. Yeah, so that means you ended up tied. Uh, do you want to do like a coin toss, figure out who wins? <laughs> yeah, <Not> sure. <laughs> coin toss sounds like... Um, I'm kidding. That's lame. And I've oh. only got pennies. Oh, um, man. All right. Yeah, I don't have any coins. Oh, he's actually getting out yeah. of coin, believe it or not. He's actually getting out of coin on air. All Let's right. Get it. Here's, here's our coin. Who wants right. heads? I'll take heads. Tails never fails. 
We got heads. Congratulations. Oh, tails Let's always go. fails. Sai is our champion. Uh, this is a song, Magnolia, Playboy Cardi. We're going to play, and then there will be a show done by some other members of this station. And then the water break will be back for more on 88.9 The Bridge. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? Welcome back into The Water Break. We're joined, actually, by a guest, Cy, unfortunately, extenuating circumstances means he has to leave the show early. But we are joined by station GM Gabe Gottesman. Uh, I've returned. I, yeah. I, I hadn't fully quenched my, my water break. Oh, that's actually good. That's good, yeah. I, I, um, I, my thirst was not quenched, so I had to take another water break. I'm back. Yeah, uh, Gabe, station GM, massive sports fan, is back on the water break. Uh, this, is number going, one, this is the number one show right here. I'm, Definitely. It's going great. I'm excited I, to be here. Let me tell you, we're certainly my favorite. <laughs> uh, anyway, Will, uh, do you have a topic for us? I do, yeah. So uh, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Wide receivers are probably, you know, they're they're pretty important. You'd agree with that, right? Sure. If you there's There's a lot of really, really good wide receivers in this league. If you could take just four... Four qualities from like any wide receiver. And what I mean by that is like strength, speed, height, size, release, uh, catching traffic, basically anything you see in a Madden stat. If you could take four of those from any wide receiver in the NFL, active preferably. So, so building your perfect build wide. your perfect uh, wide receiver. I'll, I'll ask Gabe first. Who do you who do you go with? The first thing that comes to mind right now. I just watched a video about this on uh, online. Is Devonte Adams route running? I, I mean, watching him. Um, release especially right after the jump he he says he doesn't have a specific uh choreography that's what he calls it before each route he doesn't say oh i'm gonna go outside and then go back inside um with his first two steps he he judges literally in milliseconds what the defender's doing and gets him off balance and his ability to make cuts and uh one criticism for aaron Rodgers has been that he hasn't really thrown the ball uh very far down the field but that's because Devonte adams uh third and short uh Inside, outside the numbers, I would get. I would say his route running is what makes him the best in the league because he's not. He's he's not going to burn you down the field. But but his release is just incredible. Yeah. Even Jalen Ramsey couldn't keep up with it. It's yeah, it's and crazy. I, I have something I do want. If the Dallas Cowboys play the Packers, and I I'm not one of those people that's like Trayvon Diggs is terrible. Like he's not even good. He just gets lucky. But man, I I mean I don't think Trayvon Diggs would be able to. Like, even contain Devontae Adams because he's an aggressive player and I think that's where Adams excels the most. No, yeah. I mean, well, Dan Quinn's defense has always had aggressive corners. Uh, Sherm was quite aggressive when he was a Seattle Seahawk. He led the league in uh, interceptions 2013, the year Seattle went to the Super Bowl, playing in Dan Quinn's defense. Um, Dan Quinn's scheme rewards aggression from the cornerback position and he's played with a lot of great safeties uh, that have been able to cover for those weaknesses created by the corners in his cover three scheme maybe that's the way to go like maybe getting turnovers is i i don't know i'll ask you guys will first like do you think that giving up a 70 yard touchdown like Diggs can every so often but at the same time having 11 interceptions not even at the end of the season do you think that's worth it in an era where turnovers are more important than ever because we have all these qbs that can throw the ball down the field I mean, I, th- I think it's worked out pretty well for them so yeah, far right. with the, with the offense. They, I think, in different scenarios, it wouldn't work because if you're consistently giving up that many points, not that many offenses can replicate something like that. 
Um, but the Cowboys certainly can. You know, they're one of the highest uh, start firepower offenses in the league. I think they have no problem keeping up with it. So if you turn the ball over in your side of the field against the Cowboys offense, it's pretty much a guarantee score against you. Um, and I think that does outweigh the the seventy yard touchdowns against him. So are we doing a draft? So I chose Devontae Adams' release kind of route running too. So we now like someone else chooses a different a draft. That's a good. That's idea. a good idea. Let's let's go. I'm with gonna that. take. I'm gonna go next because I'm talking right now. All right. I'm gonna take Tyreek Hill's oh. speed. Does this mean I get two in a row? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Snake, Snake draft. draft. That's fair. All right. Well, what do you want? That's fair. Okay. Uh, first up, I'm gonna take DeAndre Hopkins catching. Since I can't go yeah. Fitzgerald, I don't know. I mean, we're, we did say like I don't know active, how active players. He is. Yeah, he's not the most active. Uh, I'm gonna go with D Hop's catching. Dude can catch pretty much any ball that Kyler ever throws up to him. Uh, he's really good like that. Secondly, I think I'm gonna go Cooper Cup's route running. We've seen this year with the Rams. He gets open so well because he fits into their their uh, system so perfectly with Matthew Stafford. If Stafford can get him the ball, he's almost always in the right spot and he's almost always open. And I would, I think I'm taking cups route running. So I got cups route running and uh, D Hop's hands. All right. Uh, since this is a snake, we're back to me. And what I'm gonna go with is, does it have to be a receiver? Can I have a tight end? Yeah, I think tight ends. Sure, count. why not? Okay, but I'm, not for size. You can't choose like someone's size. No, I'm not gonna pick a tight end for size. Tyreek Hill's speed with like. <laughs> with Kelsey's Noah fan size. size or something. That'd be crazy. Yeah, what I actually want is uh, Jimmy Graham's contested catch. Jimmy Graham does one thing really well, and it's make contested catches. And, you know, he's aged perfectly because he's only ever been good at contested catches. Uh, he had he had good speed early in his career, but there's a reason that he's still playing at 36 or however old he is. Because uh, he can still steal the ball away from defenders. I mean, uh, you guys probably want to forget that snow game uh, just as much as yeah. I do. But Jimmy Graham can still catch in traffic, so I'm going to take Jimmy Graham's catching traffic to pair with my with the speed of Tyreek Hill. That That's a dangerous combo, but I, I honestly, I think I might have just invented the perfect wide receiver. How about Devontae Adams' ability to move his feet quickly and DK Metcalf's size? Like, oh. he just, I mean, the only knock on DK, it's a huge one because people, he's definitely underperformed this year um, a little bit, but man, if... With hit, I mean, he's what six? I can't technically use his speed because even though he runs a four three, I had that. I'm choosing either his speed or his size. I'm going to choose his size. Uh, if DK was what is he six four two fifty something like that, and yeah, if he's he could, a beast. If he could run uh, his routes like Devonte Adams, I mean, that's that's a nightmare. And then I guess if we were choosing three wide receivers, um, I said to choose. I could choose Keenan Allen's catching. I'm going to skip that. I don't know if this is the right choice, but just when I watch Debo Samuel run, I think he's got strong legs. So I'll go with Debo Samuel's speed. I'm not sure who the fastest 40 yard dashes besides Tyreek. Maybe John Ross's speed, I guess. John Ross. Um, that's kind of cheating because he's so he's not good at anything else. But <laughs> well, I mean, hey, John Ross is four two two. John Ross is four two two speed, uh, along with DK DK's body and Devontae Adams release. All right, so I got the contested catch. I got the speed, but I need somebody who can make defenders miss. Um, here's a fun fact for you guys. Did you know that Tyler Boyd is actually second in the league among receivers at broken tackles? Who's number one? Who's number one? It's Debo because of all his running oh, backs. Love that. Oh, you're, yeah, it makes, that sense. makes sense. Um, yeah. But you already took from Debo, so I'm going to go for Boyd. I'm going to say Tyler Boyd's ability to break tackles. 
I have now made the most dangerous screenplay receiver in the whole league, as well as the most dangerous go-route receiver in the whole league. I think if you just run screens and goes, you know, you can (laughs) put some offense on the board. All right, Will, what are you going to add to your receiver? All right, to to wrap it up, I got a pretty good one. Uh, It's a guy you kind of flies under the radar for the most part, but Brandon Cook Speed. Brandon, he's he's quick. He's very fast, fast. and he can make some big plays. He's not amazing at anything else. That's why he's not that great. He's good, but he's not great. But I think with the abilities I've already given him, I think my guy, uh, uh, given some speed, would be good. You know, I mean, I'd hope he'd be good if I took three of the best traits from three of the best wide receivers. But yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I would go with. The only thing I would have chosen besides the three I chose is I don't know who's a receiver that's so unselfish, like Larry Fitzgerald. I know Will mentioned, yeah. but someone that like DK, like if he's part of my my brain as well as his bot, if I, if his brain is what's included along with the rest of his body that i get i'm not sure if i if i have a great receiver because he's gonna be a total diva but you know i don't know brandon cooks is underrated unselfish receivers always uh makes me want to think of robert woods uh when he's healthy for the rams he's probably the best non-lineman run blocker on their team i'd rather have him blocking for the run than gerald everett He's a great blocker. Uh, he's not afraid to, you know, deal with the nitty gritty. Him and him and Josh Reynolds and, both. And uh, George Kittle. I mean, that's a blocking Kittle tight too. end. That's so. a blocking tight end. I mean, if we're taking a receiver, though, it feels kind of dirty <laughs> to, you know. Yeah, I'll give take him George the, Kittle's blocking and get, yeah, Tyree just, Kill's speed. <laughs> yeah, this feels a little Madden create a player. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've we've made some pretty great receivers here. Uh, do you guys have a favorite receiver in the NFL currently? Oh, you know, I hate to jump on the bandwagon, but Jamar Chase, like, I have him on my fantasy team, so that helps. And just the the fact that I, I love that in the beginning of the year, it was just a complete onslaught of, like, he, he can't catch the ball. He's, oh, he's going to be a complete bust after two preseason games. I just think it's almost comical in a way because now he's taking over the league, and those some people that were calling him terrible are now realizing his speed, um, just being a part of that Bengals, everyone loves, loves the Bengals right now. Joe Burrow, he's got the confidence. And that's, I mean, sports is entertainment, and that's a really entertaining team. So Jamar Chase has been uh, my favorite receiver this this year, probably. Jamar Chase, Or Hunter choice. Renfro. That's my we talked two. about, I'm a proud Hunter Renfro fantasy <laughs> owner. He carried me to third place in my league. I beat Will. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I really like the Jamar Chase pick. We talked about it earlier on the show, but if he plays on Sunday and gets 45 receiving yards, he will be the NFL's all-time uh, rookie receiving yards leader in a season through history. He already owns the Super Bowl-era record for most in the Super Bowl, but the record is currently owned by uh, a receiver from the 50s who got like 1,490 <laughs> yeah. yards before there was a Super Bowl and back when the NFL and AFL were separate things. Uh, so for uh, for Jamar Chase to break the all-time record on Sunday, that could be uh, must-see football for a Bengals team that will probably be resting most, if not yeah, all. Joe Burrow's stars. already not playing, yeah. Burrow's not playing, yeah. Uh, we're going to see exactly what the Bengals have in Brandon Allen. <laughs> you know, so. I, I kind of want to come out and say something. While we're on the topic of uh, Jamar Chase, what Gabe said about the people ripping on him after the draft might have been, been me. Okay. And... I'm not saying that I was ripping on him as a player, but, but I was ripping Sewell. on the pick that they didn't pick Panay Sewell. And I was like, what are they doing? Their O-line is already horrible. It's just going to get worse. And, I mean, Joe Burrow has taken a lot of hits. The O-line certainly has been horrible. But I think Jamar Chase has been a much better pick than Penny Sewell could have been. 
And talk and about just... I do take everything back. What about, like, he, you're right. The offensive line, people are now saying, okay, it was a good pick. The offensive line has still been terrible. He's the most sacked quarterback in the league. But for some reason, just having Jamar Chase there gave uh, gave Joe Burrow confidence. And in this in this world we have now where Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, all these guys are demanding trades because they're not getting wide receiver talent. They're not getting enough say. And the Bengals are like, we've got this 23-year-old or whatever, how old, 24 superstar. We gotta wanna, we're going to want to make him as happy as possible uh, right out the gate. So I think that you're right. That's why they made that pick, even though it wasn't the best. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I uh, Jamar Chase has done a lot more than I expected to help the team win. Uh, I was a big fan of picking him up. Uh, I love it when you see college quarterbacks reunite with their teammates in the NFL. It's so much fun. I was such a sucker for another pair of LSU teammates when the Browns reunited Jarvis Landry with OBJ a couple of years back. Um, but I love seeing those reunions. They're fun to watch. They make the sport more entertaining. Uh, that said, I um, am still a uh, avid Tyler Boyd appreciator. His uh, ability as a security blanket is, uh, and his development, his uh, release has really uh, taken the next step. Um, he's always open whenever Burrow's under pressure. Burrow looks his way a lot under pressure. Think about like Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin, that kind of relationship mm-hmm. that they had a couple seasons back. Uh, that's what uh, Tyler Boyd has been for Joe Burrow. Uh, Will, do you have a favorite receiver? I do. I got a couple honorable mentions. Tyler Boyd is one. I've had him on my fantasy team for a lot of years. I always keep him on my bench usually behind some of my better wide receivers. I like to draft pretty wide receiver heavy, um, but he's always there. I have him if I'm in a pinch. Another one's DJ Moore. I watched him in an exhibition game in North Carolina, believe it or not. Uh, and he was one of the only like good, good players for the Panthers that was actually in that game. Uh, so it was just cool to watch him like light it up against a practice squad, basically. I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, DJ Moore is fun. But if, it, great the if I'm going to say my favorite wide receiver, I don't want to be a Seahawks fan when I say it, but it's Tyler Lockett. Uh, I've loved yeah, watching love Tyler Lockett. Lockett for the last couple of years, and he's so good. He kind of sits in... I wouldn't say a secondary role to DK Metcalf, but he's not a clear number one either. But it's just cool to watch some of the plays he makes. He's really, really underrated, in my opinion. Lockett is so much fun. Yeah. I uh, He could be the, if he gets another crazy game on Sunday, if he gets like 200 yards, he might be your Seattle Seahawks all-time receiving yards leader by the time this season ends. Oh, wow. 17 he's that games. And he's so, he's so technically sound, too. There's nothing... When you look at the guy, what is he? Five ten, yeah. like one fifty, I bet. And he's just, he's just amazing. Not only like a great route runner, but also the, being able to track the deep ball that Russell Wilson's so good at throwing. That connection, I think, if you were to pair any quarterback and wide receiver and say, without each other, they they have nowhere near the success that they're having now. I mean, I think it goes more for Tyler Lockett not having as much success without Russell Wilson, but that pairing. Um, with the moon balls from Russell to, to Tyler Lockett, it's, it's been a great uh, great thing to watch. Tyler Lockett is amazing. I will be, uh, you know, if there's only one Tyler Lockett appreciator left in the world, it's me. Um, I love Tyler Lockett so much. He's a he's a real favorite of mine, uh, always has been, probably always will be. I'm, I'm uh, Tyler Lockett forever. Um, all right, I think that's about all we have to say on the water break. So thank you for staying tuned with us. Um, the the 88.9 The Bridge has some more great student content for you guys. 
Um, I hope you guys have a fun and safe weekend. Uh, remember to stay safe above all else, and uh, stay tuned on 88.9 The Bridge.